Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called The 427th Most Important Mortal. Mur was tired of being ignored, and because she had no one to talk to, she started talking to her own reflection in a magic mirror that she carried everywhere. It wasn't a real mirror, it just showed a vision of her face that nodded understandingly at everything she said. This probably would have seemed strange if anyone had been paying attention, but nobody was. And to make matters worse, one day Mama randomly appeared and said, Mmm, Mur, you are important. Mur said, Oh, thanks, Mama. I actually really needed to hear that today. Mmm, in fact, you are currently the 427th most important mortal in Magic Woods. Mmm. Mur said, Wait, what? Mm, although you are probably the most important of, um, mm, whatever kind of animal you are. Mur said, uh, are there other animals like me in this world? Mm, no. Gee, thanks. Way to make a girl feel wanted. Mm, you're welcome. And then Mamma floated away, as was her wont. Mur spoke to her enchanted reflection. We should just run away and never return, right? She laughed humorlessly, like anyone would even notice. Her reflection nodded sympathetically. Mm-hmm. So Mur packed her things and left yesterday's macaroni before the sun was up. She boarded an elephant bus heading north. She said, take me past the edge of the world. The driver said, uh, I'm only going as far as Northland, ma'am. Fine, fine, take me there. I'll walk the rest of the way. So the elephant took her to Northland, and then she got off the bus and he said, Take care, you hear? Mara said, Yeah, yeah. And she waved a half-hearted goodbye and headed for the wild woods. Over the next week, Mur journeyed further into Northland than any talking animal had ever gone before. She entered previously unexplored parts of Magic Woods and saw new mountains, lakes, and rivers every day. One day, she was walking near a huge swamp when a group of birch tree stick people saw her. The tallest waved a spear and shouted, Hayura! <gasps> Mur said, oh no, they might think I'm the party pooper and try to kill me. She wanted to run away, but the swamp was in her way. She would either have to swim across or surrender to the stick people. Uh, she jumped into the murky water and started swimming as best she could. But she wasn't a good swimmer whatever kind of animal she was, and her backpack was heavy. Uh, she got about halfway across the swamp before she ran out of energy, uh, and she sank beneath the surface down to the bottom of the murky swamp. And she thought, I'm going to drown. I'm going to die, and no one will even notice or care. I was never important to anyone. So she closed her eyes and waited for the end. But then something grabbed her arm and pulled her into an underwater cave. To her surprise, there was air in the cave. <sighs> she gasped, taking in great lungfuls of life-giving oxygen. <sighs> and then candles magically sputtered into life all around her. She saw that she was in a vast underground grotto. The walls were decorated with trinkets from the world above. Rocks, jewels, pinecone scales, berries. The damp ceiling glittered in the candlelight. And she said, uh, where am I? 
and then from behind her came a croaky voice. In my underground home. <sighs> Murr turned around and saw an old swamp woman. She was about the size of a Mimi, but didn't have wings. She said, I'm Zinda, although you may have heard me referred to as Madam Z. Murr said, I've never heard of you before. Few have. Well, I'm Murr. Thanks for saving my life. Oh, it was my pleasure. I haven't had company since. Oh, I guess the Carboniferous era it must have been. I get a little lonely sometimes. Murr said, yeah, I know how that feels. My friends forget about me all the time. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, dear. Murr said, my best friend is my reflection. Look. She took off her backpack and looked through it for her mirror. <gasps> oh, no. The handle and frame were intact, but the glass had shattered. Her enchanted reflection, her one friend, was gone. Zinda said, You don't need your mirror or your old life anymore. If you like, you can stay with me in my underground world. I'll be your friend. I can teach you about deep magic and ancient secrets and underwater basket weaving. Mer said, do you know what kind of animal I am? Yes. Zinda whispered the answer into Murr's ear. Murr put down her backpack. All right, I'll stay down here with you, under the earth. I don't need my old life anymore. Meanwhile, back in yesterday's macaroni, Murr's friends missed her terribly. Well, it took them a few days to notice she was gone, but once they did notice, they were very upset. Doggy howled with sadness. Oh, I really miss Mer. We have to find her. Kitty said, Meow, she probably disappeared. No, Ruffy, I have a feeling that she's still in this world. Kitty said, oh, Another one of your feelings. Bunny said, Actually, Doggy's hunches are usually pretty good. We should listen. Okay, Meow. Bunny smiled at Doggy and said, Do you have a feeling about where Mer might be? Hmm, Doggy closed his eyes, trying to listen to that little voice inside. And then he said, Southland, which was, of course, completely wrong. So they searched Southland first. They didn't find Murr or anyone who had seen Murr. Then they searched Eastland. Then they searched Westland. Finally, after months of searching all over Magic Woods, they made it to Northland. They searched for a few days, but found nothing. And one night, Kitty whispered to Bunny, Meow me, we should just go home. Obviously, Murr disappeared. Bunny said, Oh, but I don't want to stop searching just yet. Then they saw a group of birch tree stick people glimmering in the shadows, shyly watching their campfire. Bunny called to them in their language, We got no van. Oh, said Doggy, I've been trying to learn the languages of the northern stick peoples. Allow me to translate. Bunny said, Okay. She knew that Doggy wasn't very fluent yet. One of the stick people called back to the animals. We got no van. Doggy said, ah, that means welcome to the land of the two-headed turkeys. Bunny said, oh, not quite. It actually means hello. Oh. The stick person spoke again. Hauki esta amaza. Doggy said, yes, that means I am a plumber and you must be my weird-looking uncle. Bunny said, um, close. It actually means we won't harm you. Oh, Kitty said, Meow me, maybe you'd better do the translating from now on, Bunny. 
So Bunny bowed to the stick people and said, Hauki esta amaza. Ah, the stick people smiled and joined the animals around the campfire, and they all shared some food. Bunny talked to them for a while in their language, and then she asked if they had seen a weird mammal recently. To her amazement, they had. The leader said, in their language, Some months ago we saw a mystery mammal that was neither mouse nor rabbit. We tried to warn her about the swamp witch, who was not of this world. But the mouse rabbit ran away from us and tried to swim across the haunted marsh. She sank to the bottom and never resurfaced. <gasps> Bunny started to cry. Doggy said, what's wrong, Ruffy? What did he say? Oh, Doggy, I'm afraid Mer drowned a few months ago. <gasps> no, I can still feel her alive in my heart. No, Doggy, she died. She went into a swamp and never came back to the surface. Doggy said, well, I want to search for her myself, Ruffy. At least I can find her bones. So the next day, the birch tree stick people led them to the swamp. Bunny told Kitty and Doggy all that the stick people had told her about the swamp witch. Bunny said, they say she's not of this world, but I don't know if that means she's evil or not. Anyways, we should be careful. At last, they could see the huge swamp. The stick people were too afraid to go near the water. But Doggy jumped right in, and then he dog-paddled through the lily pads, and then he dove under the water to search for Mer in the depths. Kitty couldn't swim very well, and neither could Bunny, so they just stayed on shore while Doggy kept diving down and diving down, looking for clues. It was hard for him to see in the murky depths of the swamp, but he kept searching, and on one of his dives he found the entrance to an underwater cave. He swam through the opening until he reached a huge cavern that had air. He could tell that someone lived there. The walls were decorated with trinkets and weird sputtering candles. He said, hello, is anyone here? And a strange swamp woman emerged from the darkness. Hello, hound dog. Oh, hello, swamp lady. I'm looking for my friend, Mur. Have you seen her? Zinda smiled and said, follow me. She led Doggy through a series of tunnels and caves into a bright and cozy room where a fire burned, and there sat Mer knitting a basket of lake reeds. <gasps> Doggy ran to her and squeezed her tight and said, Oh, Mer, Mer, I knew you were still alive. I just knew it. Mer said, Doggy, how on earth did you find me down here? We've been looking everywhere for you, Ruffy, for months and months and months. Mer said, Uh, really? Wow. I'm surprised anyone even noticed I was missing. Doggy said, of course we notice. And he knelt before her and said, please come back to the world above, Ruffy, please. Mer looked at Zenda. I, I, I don't know what I should do. I thought my friends didn't care about me, but apparently they do. Zenda said, then you should go be with them now that they finally appreciate you. Doggy said, yay. So Mer went to pack her things. And then Doggy and Zenda were left alone together for a couple of awkward minutes. Doggy tried to make conversation. He said, So, Ruffy, um, I hear you're not of this world. Zenda said, Not originally, no. Oh, where are you from? Zenda said, I am from nowhere and everywhere. Doggy said, Oh, is that near Jimmy's house? No, I'm not from Magic Woods originally. I've been to many different worlds. Whenever one world dies, I leave for another. Doggy said, that's kind of cool, Ruffy. How long have you been here in Magic Woods? 
Zinda said, oh, a long, long time. But I won't be here much longer. Doggy said, well, why? Is this world ending soon? Zinda looked at Doggy curiously. Yes, in about 12 years. Doggy said, oh, that's very interesting. And then Murr came back and said, I'm ready to go. Zinda handed her a present wrapped in yellowed leaves. I've been saving this for the day when you would leave. Murr said, what is it? She unwrapped the present and saw her own reflection staring back at her in pleasant surprise. <gasps> My mirror! But, but how did you fix the glass? Zinda said, that's not glass, dear. It's Scylla, or space silver. Very reflective, and nothing on earth can break it. And it doesn't show an enchanted reflection. It shows your true reflection, Mur. Beautiful, wonderful you. Mur gave Zinda a big hug. Doggy could hear the squelch of the swamp woman's water dress against Mur's fur. Mur said, thank you. I'll always remember you. Doggy said, bye, swamp lady. Have fun on your travels. Thanks for taking care of Mur. It was my pleasure, hound dog. Doggy and Mur walked through the caverns until they reached the opening to the water. And then they took deep breaths. <gasps> jumped in, and swam for the surface. They emerged from the water together with a mighty splash. Ah! Kitty and Doggy were startled at first. They didn't know what had emerged from the swamp. The witch? A monster? But when they saw it was Doggy and Mur, they began jumping for joy. Bunny said, you're both alive! Oh, thank goodness! Hooray! And after that, Mur's friends were much nicer to her, and they never took her for granted again. And Mur decided that she no longer cared how important she was in the grand scheme of things, so long as she was important in the hearts of her friends. One day, Mama appeared and said, mm, Welcome back, Mur. Mur said, mm, Thanks. But then she smiled mischievously and said, Oh, oh hey, Mama, guess what? Mmm, what? You're my second favorite immortal magic woman. Mmm, Mama hummed angrily and said, Second favorite? Mmm, who could be before me? Zinda. Mmm, who? Mur said, Oh, nobody you'd know. Well, that's the end of the story. The 427th most important mortal. The next story is called Versus Revenge. Goodbye.